you when you need to know what's happening, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. But let's talk about Big Mouth Sean Payton for a second. Keep my coach's name out of your mouth. Uh, when you run your mouth, these are the kind of things that happen. Jets go to the Broncos. They win 31-21. Robert Sala hands the ball to Nathaniel Hackett. We know what was play, What was at play here. But let's talk about the Broncos for a second because yeah. they're one and four, okay? And by the way, if you didn't know this, the Broncos turn right back around in week six and they're at the Chiefs Thursday. On, on Thursday night football. So this doesn't look promising, okay, for the no. Denver Broncos at all. And I got to say this about no. Sean Payton. Um, you know, we, we, we wondered what this was going to look like. Zach Wilson goes on the road. He throws for basically 200 yards, an interception. Brees Hall, 177 yards, found, finding a way to, to run the football. But the Broncos, where is this going? Because I see them dismantling this roster slowly oh, yeah. but surely. They've already what, traded what, yeah. Randy Gregory. And this is going to start to happen where Sean Payton goes, I'm already looking ahead to next oh, definitely. season and draft capital. Oh, they're a team to watch here. We're, you know, coming up on three weeks away from the deadline. Uh, yeah, they're a team to watch the deadline, I, I think. Look, he, he'll listen and initiate conversations on anybody and everybody. How much of it comes to fruition remains to be seen. But that defense is – I mean, it, it that defense is on the road to becoming – one of the worst three or five defenses in NFL history if they keep up on this path. And I don't, I don't think people are going to show them a whole lot of mercy. Um, mm. I, I don't – they have no discernible – I was looking at some of the numbers. I was they, they have no discernible strengths as a defense whatsoever. I mean, opposing quarterbacks, and they haven't faced murderers row. Opposing quarterbacks on the season have a rating of 124.6 against them. And the next closest is the Bears at 111. I mean, that's a big 124.6 versus 111.1. That's a pretty big difference from worst to second worst. They're allowing 9.1 yards per attempt. The next closest team is 8.3, like almost a yard off their pace. Like they're allowing over. For 77% of opposing passes to be completed, 13 touchdown passes already. Like, and, and they're not good against the run. You know, they're 25th against the run, 5.2 per carry. If you look at some of the advanced metrics, like their run defense EPA, they're 30th. Like, I, I, I they don't get pass rush, you know, they, they don't make big plays on defense. So the other thing, Jason, is they lost. Well, they fumbled four times. They lost three fumbles. Wilson had one. P. Ryan, Marvin Mims Jr. I mean, they're just careless with the football. And that's the other thing about this team. Not only are they playing terrible defense, but the turnovers are mounting. And it's a great, It's another reason why they're one, one and four right now. P. Ryan's another one. I'd like to see P. Ryan back with Cincinnati. I mean, wouldn't that be kind of funny if they went and – Traded late round back. picks. Like, okay, you negotiated Hayden Hurst's contract. You negotiated P. Ryan's contract. You know, the Panthers and the and the Broncos, you're going nowhere. You know, you paid half their salary. You know, give us our guys back. Um, yeah, look, I, 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 I'll 
say this. In the long game, Sean Payton's going to beat Nathaniel Hackett. You know, like, let, let, yes. you know, Zach Wilson is playing rudimentary football and people are acting like there's some sort of um, reinvention here just because the bar for Zach Wilson got so ridiculously low. And again, they're playing maybe the worst defense in the last 25 years. So, you know, they scored their 31 points. Salah and Hackey could take their victory lap. I'll, I'll bet you whatever whatever you want to bet that neither one of those guys is back there in New York next year. Um, and I think Nathaniel Hackett's days as some sort of hotshot coordinator are pretty much over. He'll stick around because he's got the right connections. He's got the right last name. You know, he's got an okay agent, whatever. He'll be he'll be fine. But, um, you know, I do think Sean Payton will build the Broncos into something. I don't know if he's going to be able to knock Andy Reid off, and I don't think Andy Reid's going away anytime soon. But I, I think you get your licks in on Sean Payton. Peyton this year and, you know, yep. probably the first half of next year. Because when whatever quarterback he ends up with in this draft, by the middle of next season, I think he's probably going to be the, – the trajectory is going to be pointing upward. Um, but, yeah, that was an emotional thing for the for the Jets, you know, for their coaches. It was obviously a big deal. Um, you know, the Jets are back to playing real football teams this weekend. And I think the Jets will probably be back to crapping their pants in their own stadium again this weekend. So. You know, mm. hey, if that was your Super Bowl, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, not nope. really enough time to throw a parade in uh, Secaucus, but whatever. <laughs> well, everybody hyped this game up when Aaron Rodgers was, you know, considered to be healthy and what that was going to be. It would have looked different. Maybe it felt different. I watched the game. I got all the games on, and it was like, okay, you know, I just – it didn't feel the same without Rodgers being a part of this equation as all that talk was happening, you know, two months yeah. ago. Either way, uh, I, I'm with you. Listen, Jets will take the dub. I, I thought I saw some improvement with, with Zach. But ultimately, this is about mm -hmm. the Broncos. And, and listen, if they respond and go to Kansas City and win, that's what needs to happen. But it's not going to happen. That's not going um, to happen on Thursday that's night. Nope. Let's talk about the team that is happening, the Detroit Lions. Jason, they are 4-1, and one, and they are beating up teams every which way. They're yep. running the football with Montgomery. They're throwing the football down the field. Jared Goff looks great. Now, yeah. they beat the Panthers 42-24. Panthers, you said, it can't push the ball down the field. Bryce is still learning on the job. Three touchdowns, two picks. But the Panthers are 0-5, and they're not going anywhere soon. But the fact of the matter is good teams beat bad teams. And then the good teams beat good teams. And so as you look at the Lions' schedule so far, and you say, all right, well, that was a game they were supposed to win. True, but you didn't think they'd beat the Chiefs to start the season. And then they right. beat the Falcons and the Packers, and you go, okay, well, well you know, the Packers game was on the road. And so yep. I, I don't want to get overly excited about the Lions, but I do like what I'm seeing, Jason, with this team. Well, I, I, there's some things I, I like about them, um, a lot of things I like. And, and one of them is I, I kind of started to peg them last year as a dome team, as a team that um, with the with the offense they ran, and especially the way they ran the ball last year with sort of they had their own Mr. Inside, Mr. Outside thing going on and all the option looks with Ben Johnson. Um, I'm like, well, that looks one way with the crowd behind them on a fast track, but what would that look like on grass if they're down by 10? Um, on the road, but I, I don't think it matters. They're going to pay Jared Goff. At this point, they probably should pay Jared Goff. He's a great fit. Um, they're going to lose their offensive coordinator. I just mentioned Ben Johnson to yeah, another team next year, and, and I yeah. do think that'll be some brain drain. 
And I, I hope they have a young assistant on that staff, you know, some position coach or whatever, who's being groomed to take over because keeping that thing in-house um, would be huge. Um, I wonder what this looks like once Jameer Gibbs really figures out what it's like in the NFL and they have him and Montgomery both healthy at the same time, which I feel like hasn't really happened since week one. And they clearly weren't super comfortable with Gibbs week one, right? They were still feeling them out. Because one of the takeaways was, oh, my God, they took that kid so high and they didn't see enough of the ball, even though they won. Aiden Hutchinson is a thing. Um, they play their asses off. They give consistent effort. Uh, there's a, a cumulative uh, collective belief in, in what they're doing, and they've turned the corner um, in so many ways as a franchise. Uh, they're one of the two or three teams in the NFC that I think could compete with some of the best teams in the AFC. And I, again, I don't think there's many in the NFC that can do that. And they're among them. They're going to run away with that division. I don't even know who's going to really test them or push them, to be honest with you. Well, Everybody else not, is in some it's degree not the of disarray. That's for sure. It's not the Packers. Yeah, the Packers have major issues across the board. Um, the Packers don't have a quarterback either. So, yeah, the Lions are real. And the Lions have withstood some injury stuff already. And then the other thing was like, I get it. It's the Panthers and they have issues. Um, and they have real issues stopping the run. But, you know, they're okay against the pass. And they've got a couple pass rushers. And I wanted to see what that thing looked like. Well, I didn't want to because it's really unfortunate. But you kind of look at this, the scope of their passing tree, right? And you're like, well, it's, it's Laporta, the rookie tight end. And it's St. Brown. But what happens without St. Brown? Well, it's just a little bit more to Reynolds. And, and the thing was, it's not like Jameson Williams stepped right into that role. He was kind of a passenger. He clearly doesn't have his sea legs under him. And that's going to no. be a process with him. And yet they still, to your point, found a way to boss that game from the first drive on, really. Right? They had it in hand, really, by the end of the first quarter. Certainly by halftime. And they did what good teams are supposed to do in those spots, even when those good teams are compromised from a personnel standpoint. So, yeah, like, what's it going to look like in January when they're playing a top five quarterback? I mean, I don't know, right? That's when the rubber hits the road for a lot of good operations. But they don't beat themselves anymore. They're just – they're well coached. Like, you can tell they like each other. Yeah. There's just a, a vibe there. Um, and it's backed up now by some players, by some talent, and by some really – that coaching staff has come a light years from what it was three years ago. Yeah, I buy I buy the Lions, man. And I I I I buy I'm like even against the Eagles, like I might lean Lions right now. Like San Francisco is on its own perch in that conference. But I think right below them, I, I'd have the Lions and the Eagles. 